This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What did I want to get off my chest recently? Well, it's probably something you got to get off your chest because we all carry around different stressors, big and small. We just keep things bottled up and then it starts to affect us negatively, David. Negatively. Yeah, it was something about when I was merging and the people weren't waving back to me. It bothered me. But, you know, that th- mm-hmm. that's a small stress, but it can be bottled up and yep. get bigger. Therapy mm-hmm. is a safe space to get things off your chest uh, and how to yeah. figure out, you know, you got to work through whatever's weighing you down. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, and I I was in therapy. I'm there here and there now, but for five years and... You know, it does challenge your thoughts because I'm going to this is kind of know if this is profound, but you are your thoughts in some ways. Mm -hmm. So if you're thinking redundant, negative things or sad things or whatever, a therapist can kind of get you out of that kind of negative pattern. So Mm -hmm. be the best Mm -hmm. version of yourself, Um, you know, and sometimes it can be small things. It can be major trauma. I think either way, Mm -hmm. it's good to talk to someone. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just mm-hmm. fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist. Switch therapist if uh, you're not into yeah. it anytime, yeah. no additional charge. Mm-hmm. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash F-O-T-W today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash F-O-T-W. Hello, flies come in we're gonna be more official now hello everybody and welcome to the show i'm david spade and i'm dan glarney we (laughs) are have andy samberg who's people have been asking about it about yeah uh to uh, have mom because Mm -hmm. he's one of the uh greats of snl that's been around it's there's a certain pocket there that he had a great run on that Mm -hmm. he went to uh, brooklyn 99 um and we talk about that we talk about hotel transylvania we talk about all his videos he did the process and how he got on saturday night live mm-hmm. his uh, experiences with lauren we asked him some questions maybe go some places you wouldn't expect mm-hmm. or you wouldn't like david had a, some nice rejoinders about the vanity fair party <laughs> and that's just a bonus part of the episode i do have a celebrity crush on uh kate blanchett i will say that you know, kate blanchett Actress, yeah. yeah, she's great. She great got Brad Pitt in a headlock at the Oscars backstage. Yeah. I heard. We'll expand on that lie. <laughs> and, but Adam Sandberg, yeah. very friendly, nice guy, funny. Uh, we talk about Mark Wahlberg. We talk about Dick in a Box. Yep. <clears throat> talk about the Lonely Island stuff, um, pop star of the movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's just got a lot going. And he was super fun, good mood. Yep. I loved it. I had a great time with him. He came in, you know, a lot of people don't come in. He came in. He came in. And uh, gambled with his health by being around two idiots. And uh, mm-hmm. great time. So here he is. Here Andy he is. Sandberg. Adam Sandberg. Oh, shit. Andy. I did it twice. <laughs> Fuck he, he me. He did say. All right. He did say. He, he said it happens all the time. Even his wife calls him Adam Sandberg. Um, let's start. Over, uh, well, we'll just keep this, of course. <laughs> I mistake Adam Samberg with Adam, Andy Samberg with Adam Sandler. Say that three times fast. I mistake. Adam Sandberg. No, Adam Sandler. No, I know. Andy Samberg, three times. Toy boat, toy boat, toy boat. (laughs) 
Adam Sandler and Andy Adam Samberg. Sandler. Adam Sandler, Andy Samberg. We'll Sandler. give away one joke. He said he got introduced. He was doing stand up, and they they messed his name up so bad they could, they just introduced him as Adam Sandler. <laughs> and <it> went, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. And he crushed as Sandler. What do you doing? He did kind of the same thing where you were on the show and then you went to a sitcom pretty quickly. Was it right the next season? Yeah. And I, I mean, I didn't want to. Yeah. And then it was just Mike Schur asked and I was like, oh shit. I saw, I saw what he did with Polar and I was like, it's good. Yeah. I mean, if you, I sort of went in. Polar. Polar be- doesn't go down for anybody. I love Amy Polar. <laughs> she doesn't what? She doesn't go down for anybody. What does that mean? I don't know. I just said it as a joke. <laughs> She's powerful. She's a great comic. No, it, it, when you leave the show, it's very scary. And uh, and then they said, which I used to say uh, was, uh, you get like one kind of free shot. You know, like if you jump off the show, they go, do you want to, back then it was a little more going on in that world. Like they said, do you want to do your own sitcom? Oh yeah. Like Polly Shore got one. You know, it is, you get one, but it's very hard it's riskier. And then just shoot me was already shot. It was already at the upfronts and they picked it. And then Laura San was out there to announce it. And the night before they pulled her and said, it's just, we need one more thing to this. So it was so weird. So I got to see the whole pilot. Oh, wow. And then the guy was from Larry Sanders, which I loved. And the, the writer, Steve Levitan. And then, um, never heard. He said, you want to add, (laughs) if we just add you to hear about him anymore. (laughs) That's wild. I had no idea about that. Yeah. So I said, I got to see it, which has helped. And I go, oh, I'm coming from the most competitive, toughest, funniest people in the world. Not that they weren't funny, but they're all actors. And yes. I go, oh, there's no one like me here. You know, I had a Dana there and I had everyone better than me. And I was Thank like, you, David. This. Yeah. And so <laughs> no, I'm saying, cause he's great. And you go, wow. When I'm not in a room with Sandler, Rock, Farley, Mike oh my Myers, God. Dana, yes. and I go, these guys are just great actors and funny, but I, there's not one like me exactly. I could sort of jump out. George Siegel said, it's four actors in a cartoon. That's what he used to say about me. And I go, thanks. You were the fonts. You guys, it was kind of cool. It's an observation. Yeah. Brooklyn. What was the name of yours again? Just shoot me. Just Just shoot me. me. I'm sorry. (laughs) You guys also went, you were the stars. You were the fonts. But you had an ensemble. Yes, yeah, that's and so that's part. not yeah. like hanging out in a movie. You can't do it. You can do it on live streaming now. If no one sees it, no one cares. But in those days, like movies, you're hung out there, but. I thought you, yeah, people see it and it was like you and, and uh, your experience. I think I did know you were, is it the CBS Radford, right? Yeah. That's where you shot it. Same stage. So you got into it and you somewhat hesitantly, but you jumped in, you did your best because once you say yes to something, right? Yeah. You got to try and make it good. Mm-hmm. Did but, you write on that? And uh, you're going to be writing just casually, but were you Yeah. No, writing? I never, I never was like in the room or had my name on a Isn't script. Isn't that great though? But weren't it you was able nice. to go? They Could give I you good this? stuff anyway, and it works anyway. <laughs> That's the craziest feeling coming from SNL is yes. having someone hand you great jokes, and you're like, "Wait, I get to just have these?" And then everyone thinks I thought of them, <laughs> and then they go, "How do we make these better for you?" We were both stand-ups. That was a revolution for me. If Bonnie yeah. Turner gave me the church lady could say this, wow, awesome. Yeah, it, I mean, it's, it's a great, true. Great. It does happen at SNL. It takes a couple of years before someone gives you a great joke, though. Well, right. he came out of the gate huge and thank you right. david it's true. i think Andy this is my favorite podcast had so to work a little bit but <laughs> but you get on no, there he came out of the gate and revolu- revolutionized saturday night live but we can get to that theme. we'll get to that because that's well, in the live show though i did not come out of the gate strong but it, you you revolutionized the thing right youtube comes out snl's still going yes and then you came in with your buddies and it went boo it went it was know. 
it was fortuitous timing, yeah. I like to say, with the YouTube stuff. Because, you know, yeah. Yeah. it started with like Albert Brooks doing short films and McKay did short films. And it's it was like a long history of it at the show that we Schiller loved. Vision. Exactly. Schiller Vision's great. Even like the Eddie Murphy stuff mm-hmm. with doing like White Like Me where he's like walking around town. Like there's always cool pre-tapes. We just were like, we're going to do them every week. <laughs> it's hard though. SNL Digital even got a name. Yeah. It's like an idea. Yeah. And they, uh, it was, the first one was Lazy Sunday, if I'm correct. It was the and first one people liked. Do you think you blew up YouTube or YouTube blew you up? I think, I think we are responsible for YouTube and they owe us a lot of I think it was sort of I mutual. knew a guy who was trying to do YouTube and he was like six months late. He had all the technology, the idea. He oh, called, he's going to do a YouTube. Yeah, wow. YouTube. And then YouTube came out and then he was. I was with him and he was trying to think of a name. He had Grouper mm-hmm. and then a friend of mine renamed it Crackle and Sony bought it. Oh, yeah, I remember those. But YouTube is such a perfect name, like DocuSign. You have to sign documents. I have to. I own DocuSign <laughs> stock. <laughs> I shouldn't be promoting my portfolio. I mean, I interact with DocuSign a lot. I do too. Uh, I think yeah. I love you. <laughs> you know that. Danny gets Andy. a penny. I eat a penny? What? No, you get a penny every time someone signs something. <laughs> Does an angel get his wings? No, I do. Um, <laughs> so YouTube was only out about six months, right? Or Yeah, maybe... that sounds about right. I mean, we hadn't heard of it until someone told us they just watched Lazy Sunday on YouTube. Oh, wow. And then we were like, what's that? And then we realized, oh, someone finally thought of a, an actual good layout for mm-hmm. streaming videos. Because there had been tons of websites trying to do it. Yeah. And especially like comedy shorts and like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And we would submit to websites, our, our Lonely Island stuff that we this were making. Before us. Before us at all. Yeah. Um, and we had our own website that we like somehow mm-hmm. finagled server space on, you know, to, it's to right run it. Right around broadband space. was starting Something to come like in, right? I don't know. Already broadband, lost I heard, was starting to come in. Yeah, so then YouTube, was, yeah, it was perfect timing. Yeah. And uh, you got to keep, you know, they just eradicated measles. But um, <laughs> we, you know, we heard of YouTube and then like the next yeah. week put all our videos on YouTube because we were like, oh, this is the best version we'll Shovel yeah. them on there. Yeah, it finally works. You found the spot. Yeah. You and, I just want to get the pronunciations right. It's Andy. <laughs> uh, by the way. I said him up. Andy's name, your name was David. I want to say. Listen to this thing. This is what someone told me. Look, his name was Andy. Somebody told him that. And now. they called him David. No, his name was David. They, and my brother's name is Andy. And well, my name's David. You can't make this. Yeah, you I, could. You, you could make it. Was, your it fr- was the person who told you Wick, Adam last name, Opedia? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was Wikipedia. It was printed out. Um, but I know about you. I just didn't know that. That's, that's, a, a, that's okay, a tidbit. Okay, your bandmates are eighth grade. Advocate. It's a little Akiva. smaller than Akiva, a tidbit. Schaefer, and Yorma. Yeah. And Yorma Tacconi. Jeez, talk about Akiva Wikipedia Schaefer, over Yorma here. Yorma Tacconi. Yeah. Tacconi, yeah, with ends. Too. But it's his fault for having that name. Like, people, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, I was Dana Garney for years, and no one ever got it right. You were, what? Dana Garney. <laughs> Dana Garney? No one knew his go, name. Who's, on, who's up next to stand up? Well, by the way. Dana Garney. I've been. Oh, you must have been. I'm Adam. Everyone thinks I'm Adam because of Sandler. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, hey, Adam Sandberg. Oh, right. Sometimes Andy Sandler. Yeah. Andy Sandler. One time I was doing stand-up before I got SNL, and someone <laughs> literally introduced me as Adam Sandler. <laughs> And everyone went, Whoa! and I walked out. I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> That's not my name. Is that? It's, I'm so sorry. I, I also like him. No, I got introduced as David Bowie once. David? 
I got interested. Here's my one they mess up. <laughs> David uh, Bowie. The, I go to the improv a couple times a week just to give them a little treat, you know? Oh, yeah. And then, um, <laughs> give them a taste on, of the magic. They go, what do you want to say? And they go, uh, I go, just say, because the last movie on Netflix was The Wrong Missy. I go, just say The Wrong Missy and some other shit. And they go, got it. And they go, this guy was in the right Matilda, the quiet. And I go, why is that one so hard? They say it wrong every single time. You say it wrong, too. I came up during the Rough and Tumble Club days. My biggest intro from Tony DePaul, the Holy City Zoo, and I'm yep. a nervous stand-up. Here he is, Dan Agarney, the man who invented the blowjob. That was the first one. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was it. And you're like, I didn't ask him to say that. That's a great Or he'd one. say, some people think he's funny. I don't know about that. You know, it was rough and tumble. Yep, yep, yep. 40 seater. They're trying to nag you on the way up. 40 seater. And then Rob Williams would come in. I just wanted to play. And you'd do like three hours. <laughs> I'm going back to Brooklyn. I want to go back Cause to. Bro no, listen to this Brooklyn Nine-Nine thing. Because he got up for an Emmy. I think he won an Emmy. Mm -mm. Two Golden Globes. Globies. Who does his homework? Oh. I got some Globies. Back mm -hmm. when that meant something, you know? Sure. <laughs> do you want to hear people say, don't yeah. ever talk about yourself on the podcast. But guess what? So here's what's going to happen. All right. So I, gonna, I'm in the audience. And they go, right now. Golden Globe. By the way, we're back in fucking Azusa. You know, they keep the people from TV, the Golden Globes on TV. Tom oh, yeah, Cruise yeah. is up front. I'm on the third deck where I have to take two elevators to get to the stage. They know I'm not going to win. So, and <laughs> a trolley. Nighttime, so you're yeah, so I'm back cocktail. there and they go, but it was a harder supporting category. It was against Don Cheadle. It was against every supporting category on TV and movies. What was the category? Supporting in oh, anything. Oh, for, for your show. Okay. Yeah, for just shooting. So I'm up against Gregory Peck. <laughs> John Don Cheadle, <laughs> the guy from ER. Uh -huh. It's drama, comedy, everything. So yeah. I can't. I already won because I just got that far. Yeah, that's and crazy. so they go. Uh, uh, no, but now, seriously, Gregory Peck. That's yeah, not a joke. he beat me. Yeah. He did ninety seconds in Moby Dick, and he goes, "I can't believe I'm getting it." I worked for ninety seconds. I'm like, no fucking more. shit. <laughs> Gregory, Peck. I slugged out 148 episodes. Anyway, and then at the Emmys, the they go like this: David Spade. I'm Gregory Peck. Sorry, that's I just spot on. People, as, as I know Peck. That sounds like yeah, that's that's Peck. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone listening is going. It's not close enough to an old I person. I met him once. So what happens? So at the Emmys, they go like this: the this is supporting in comedy, and they go. David Hyde Pierce. And if you saw the slow motion of my shoulders go up <laughs> and I went back down and then went for an applause and yeah. I was like, did anyone fucking see that false, false start? Yes. And it's like, everyone saw it. I do feel like I like it when people react negatively when they don't win. It's real. I feel like you can do it and everyone will think it's funny, but also you can just be honest about it. That I would just mouth what the fuck. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? At least you're doing something <laughs> comedy. How many times were you nominated? You won twice. Uh, I was, for Brooklyn Nine-Nine, yeah. that was the only nomination and win was the show mm -hmm. and, and me that year and then never again nominated. That's weird. Yes. Politics. What, why and, were and you bad after that? I just didn't care. As I poured. You, <laughs> Your nickname was phoned in on the set. Yeah. I, heard. I just, <laughs> just didn't just care. Phone it. Yeah. <laughs> you won. You go, on the call sheet, it says It just turned into a paycheck. I was like, I fuck like this you, and everything about it. Have you seen these shows like uh, you notice the Emmys? Because they sort of lost a little bit over the years. But let's say <laughs> it's still exciting. So they, they, uh, they win something. And someone that wins on a show or a comedy, and then the next year they get canceled. And you go, that's a mind fuck. Like mm. you just won. You go, at least we have a little job security here. You're talking about the show got canceled. Like the show, yeah. You yeah, like yeah, somebody yeah, yeah. wins or the show wins and then the show gets canceled and you go, what happened in that? Like, I guess 
It wasn't good. Right. You go, I'm not, yeah. not only are we not up for one, now we're canceled a, one year later. Do you think they, they like hide that Emmy in the closet and like shame shame it? It's sad, yeah. <laughs> I would take it out yeah, on the Emmy. It. Oh, you happy, Emmy? <laughs> you happy? You ain't you all that, you Emmy. You got the Emmy curse. You stay in there. There's a little Nicolas Cage sneaking in there for what? your fans. Wow. No. Oh, yeah. We can talk plenty about we that. We can talk about that. It's hard. <laughs> to go, you have so much. But the cool thing is you, you did 152 episodes. Your first kind of thing. <laughs> I do my homework. I uh, love it. I went to state four. school. I didn't know that I did 152. I'm a Bay Area guy like you, so I know that's I true. Down for you, and but not anymore. Do you still stay up there? I have a house up there. In what area? We don't have to Marin County. This. Oh, I love Marin. That's stunning. What's the address? My again? wife grew up there. We could do a little childhood stuff for sex. So, what town did you grow up in? In Berkeley. Oh, well, no! You look so disappointed. Love Berkeley. <laughs> Used to go to the track meets there. Uh, my first stand-up set was on uh, Telegraph Avenue at Are the La Salamandra Cafe. Oh, that rules! Hippie. Place. He's hating this. He's so were you kind of raised like a hippie or just? <laughs> uh, you, yeah, a little bit. In here? A little bit. Uh, what? How many kids? Just you were the only one? I have two older sisters. Interesting. Yeah. Baby Andy. Sandberg's got cool hair, which always infuriated me, but. Do you think I do right now? It's pretty cool still, oh, yeah. Sick. No, you're a good looking dude. Hair, which... You have hair and you have a jaw. <laughs> yeah. You guys, I, this is I need a lot of good. work up here and I. I even Burt Lancaster told me, how can you be a movie star? You've got no chin. That was Did a he, quote from Burt Lancaster to me. Why, what does he gain by saying that to you? <laughs> exactly. He got mad because- He was a dick back I, I, I jumped out of my chair so he could sit in my chair. He was 73. Yeah. And he's coming over. And I jumped out. And he thought I patronized him. You motherfucker. Don't <laughs> Where you was this? Jump out of a chair for me again. <laughs> <laughs> this was- uh, <laughs> Tough guys. Year before I got SNL, I played the parole officer with Burt Lancaster and Kirk ah, Douglas. Ah, okay. Yeah. But anyway. You know, I when so, I beat uh, Greta Thunberg at the Emmys, she goes, how dare you? <laughs> good one. <laughs> how dare I you? I swung back for that weak joke. But go ahead. How no, dare you? It was a good, you, it was worth it. Who's going to be married to that woman? How dare you not clean your plate? <laughs> how dare you? Uh, we're I mean, on, she, we're I mean, she doesn't have bit. to get married to find happiness. I just want to point That's that out. That's true. Buying someone jewelry is usually a great experience all around. To get a beautiful gift, mm -hmm. you get the unforgettable moment of seeing the look on their face when they open it. The tricky part, Dana, as you know, yeah, figure, figuring out how to get the perfect piece at the best price. I hate to say it. Price yep. matters. I mean, yep. Yep. that's why I recommend for any jewelry purchase, you source it from BlueNile.com. They've been with us for a while. Yeah. Blue Nile offers thousands of independently graded Diamonds, David, and find jewelry at prices significantly below traditional retail. They also offer peace of mind with every purchase. Some of their highest quality stand they have some of the highest quality standards in the industry. Right. And David, whether you want to make a classic statement by gifting a white gold tennis bracelet mm -hmm. <laughs> to Sarah Sherman or, <laughs> or Zendaya. Or bring out her eyes with sapphire and diamond hoop earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts can help you find the perfect gift. David? They're available 24-7 by phone or chat to answer technical questions like, should I make it a diamond cut or a circle? <laughs> Those are the technical questions. <laughs> I know. Uh, oval. They fit your budget. They'll make sure what you want, they can fit in your budget. Yes, it's very difficult to buy jewelry for someone. 
because, um, you know, it's, it's a subjective thing and the, you'll be guided with the, this company's going to help you make the right choice. You right. give them a little information and they'll go, Sapphire. It's hard to roll down to your local strip mall and go, yeah, we're a jewelry store and we sell trucker hats. It's like, that's yeah. not what you want. Or sometimes they have a small jewelry kiosk inside a Denny's restaurant and it's like <laughs> they're flipping hot cakes and I'm trying to find my loved ones. Yeah. Yeah, no thank you. You can feel great about your purchase because Blue Nile also offers a diamond price match guarantee. Oh, that's nice. So you can't lose. No, mm -hmm. just in case you got 30-day returns. Mm -hmm. Shop Blue Nile today and experience the ease and convenience of the original online jeweler. Go to BlueNile.com today. That's BlueNile.com. Did you have it like an artistic childhood and was there stuff going on in the house with your mom and dad or, or how did you and your eighth grade buddies get so into comedy? We just were. I don't know. Does you that... just met these guys like soulmates, right? And Yeah, actually, I like just found a, a letter I wrote myself. It was like a third grade exercise when I was eight where they're like, you know, say, write a letter to yourself what you think you'll be in 20 years. I, my mom just sent this to me. Wow. From the basement. And it was like, I'm going to be a famous comedian and I'll be married and I'm going to have two kids. And, and I was just like, oh shit, it's all exactly what happened. How cool. <laughs> wow. That's How old cool. were you? Eight. I don't wow. know why. Honestly, it started uh, not to blow smoke, but I, I used to sneak into the TV room in our house and watch the Saturday night's main event, the, the WWF wrestling thing. And it was only on once a month. He wasn't on that. And every other time it wasn't on, it was SNL. Ah. So by accident, I started watching SNL because I was like, oh, it's not on. But what's this? And it was it, it was right when it was your first cast. And that's when I got into the show. So you were like when I, what, 12 or something or 10, 12. I mean, honestly, I might have been like eight. Yeah. Fucking I'm shit. I think. Wow, that's cool. I'm 44. I'm glad I didn't Dana's fuck up. So I didn't make you want to quit. Like <laughs> that guy is no, such a No, I was like, dick. you can do this. This is allowed. I want to be know. like I want to be like that guy. I'm pointing at you right now for people because you can't yeah. see us, but I'm pointing right at you, Dan. We can never forget that. I mean, I, it'll hit me sometimes if you're up there in a costume on a stage somewhere doing something. You go, I'm. This is my job, really. It's the <laughs> also, somebody's <laughs> right now watching. I'm working. <laughs> I mean, you guys probably grew up watching SNL. Yeah, it probably oh, wasn't possessed. that different from how it was for for me it's and exactly for, for me we to like, run into Dan Aykroyd at the show yeah. was just nerve wracking. Yeah, and then he talks to you about his vodka for like an hour and a half. Yeah. Well, you don't have to leave the show. You know? Yeah. You talk about investing. Yeah. He was an investor early no, on. It's, it's insane to bump in. Anyone from that original cast, it's crazy. They'd, when they walk the in your stars. office, you ever seen yes. walk on the offices? And Ackroyd came in, knock, knock. I All know. right, sir. Fair enough, sir. That's right. He's good about it, too. Ackroyd's very like, I liked what you did. I yeah, know it's very he, funny. And you're like, holy shit, yeah. this is crazy. Every yes. time I run into him, he goes, you know, the church lady was kind of, uh, you know, sir, it was, it was sort of a perfect comic character. Nice. You know, I, if wow. I see him at the 50th, I'm waiting for it. I go, <laughs> hey, Dan, what about the- Did you go to the 40th? I was at the 40th. Yeah. Fun, right? I did a video with Sandler. We did a thing about everyone breaking. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, they fun. they put it in Shit Can Alley, but uh, it played well online. <laughs> First of all, that should stage? be uh, that should be your next musical video. Shit can alley. <laughs> Do you mean you presented it from a bad spot on the stage? No, no, it, I don't. I did not make that up. People used to talk about it at the table read. If you were in the second half of the read, right in the middle of the second half, that's Chicken Alley where nothing plays because oh, everyone's exhausted. Yeah, and then once everyone knows there's one or two left, they laugh again. 
Yeah, it's and not so, bad to be the but you and Sandler, it got yeah. on, right? Of course. It aired and it played well, but it was like people were partying already and drinking and walking well, I around. I think Mike and I went on last, didn't we? Wayne's World. Were you dead last? I thought we were dead last. That's great. We'll I, see, but that's a good spot. Then they're I waking up going, it's closer. almost over. Yeah. I said, would yes. you be either really angry or really flattered? I said that to Mike right before he went out. I think probably a little, little of both. Uh, it worked out. You know, it was interesting. <laughs> I probably shouldn't say this. Say anything you want to it me was, or David. It was such a comedy room and people are so fucking like SNL competitive that like the, the monologue opening thing was Timberlake and Fallon yes. doing like SNL through the years. And it was like a full on crowd pleasing showstopper. Yeah. And half the room was kind of like arms crossed. Like, mm-hmm. uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, Jesus, I don't don't want anything I do to air in this room. (laughs) We're all wounded little clowns. (laughs) If he does good, then I don't do good. And everyone at home was like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Dude, I was doing bye-bye and Jane Curtin was yelling, fuck you to me from the front row. (laughs) Yeah, take your own advice and skedaddle. (laughs) Of all all nice people. Jane Curtin was cool. (laughs) She's wonderful. Will you be at the 50th? We ask everybody. If I'm invited, I gotta go, right? You're gonna be invited. You never know at this point. I heard there's no plus ones that's always weird so my wife's not coming wait that won't go down well you know you were in a vanity fair the other night right i didn't go because of the knee oh the knee i just want you to know i was invited though oh yeah dana this vanity fair thing i should have brought fucking Dana. oh i couldn't that's the point i couldn't bring anyone I was you, invited for 25 years, never went. So finally they stopped inviting me. Oh, God. For people <laughs> oh, at home, they hear about that Vanity Fair party, like the Oscar party, right? Yeah. So there's one at Gaios after that, which is really fun. And that's, at least I know him, so it's easier. But Vanity Fair, it's not an audition, but you just hear when, it, oh, if you want to go to the Vanity Fair. I always thought I was always invited. And then one year I go, hey, I didn't hear about that Vanity Fair. I think I want to go to that and bring my buddy. And they go, it's just so tricky this year. I'm like, yeah. oh, what does that mean? They're like, I, I can't go? And they're like, mm, it's not that. It's just that you can't right now. And I'm like, so it is that. <laughs> and then, but they, for people listening, you know, you see pictures of the Vanity Fair party, but it's it's a fun party, but they stagger you. Yes. So you either go like Apatow. I didn't know anyone and I got no plus one. And I said, I think I'm going to go. I get home from my shows. I just want to go at least do something. I can't stay all the way awake till a guy's party. But I go, I'll just go to this one. Oh, wait, what's my time? Yes. And so uh, it gets a little sweaty. I got 930, which is pretty good. 930 is not bad. This is all embarrassing. It's Dana. the cool group. It's life. cool kids. And they my, go, yeah. you're right between Gigi Hadid and Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> they let him out just to furlough him. He's just, there. I'm like, this, this is the year? only thing you get out it's for? It's cruel oh, and wow. unusual not to let yeah. that man go to that party. So I and go, then they put him right back embarrassingly. But 930 is not bad. <laughs> One year I got, I got midnight and no plus one. I didn't go. Too embarrassing. Too. Well, embarrassing. Now you got fly on the That's wall, rough. so it's a hit podcast. No, they know that this yeah. is it's, it's intense. It's, <laughs> so it's, you're gonna uh, be. But but back to our guest. No, I want to tell him because I want to say because he's done this. It's embarrassing about, that when you go and you go the you know you get out by yourself and I so I hit Apatow and I say are you there and he goes oh I got here at five I go five. <laughs> He, he went sound, five, what, he he went, a head cold? He went to, how does he sound? <laughs> Do it again. Uh, uh, hey, 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 hey. Let's go to the Everyone has a little appetite. You cop an attitude and just say the name. You do the thing we do. I'm Dan Appetow. How are you guys doing? I'm Dan Appetow. I forgot that I was saying. That's pretty funny what you did. Oh, yeah, that was really funny. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, he does say that. He does say that's funny a lot. So anyway, I get there. I get the press line. I hit right when all the models hit and they're all 50 feet tall. And I go, can I just cut in front of you guys and just... And they're like, is someone talking? And uh, so <laughs> I, I go, 
I remember I went up to Jessica Alba. I go, oh, I thought you were Nancy Pelosi. That's that was my joke to her. Yeah, and she goes, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, no, she's right behind you. And I go, because it's funny. Because one time she kicked me in the ass at the Golden Globes, and she said, hey, fats. And I turn around. I don't even know her. Nancy Pelosi? No. I am sorry. I knew. That's I knew. funny. <laughs> and I fell for it. Hey, Fats. Can I do my name? No, I saw Nancy Pelosi at Wendy's once. No. <laughs> I tried to get you back. Nancy. <laughs> Nancy Pelosi it. always looks like she just sat on something uh, cold and wet. <laughs> that's not. That's a, <laughs> sorry, that's my Nancy Pelosi joke. <laughs> we'll finish this. No, there's no story. I was Come just on. saying it's embarrassing, and I go to the, and I went there, and uh, that was it, I guess. So just wait, why did okay. Alba call you fats? She did because she thought it was funny, and I thought it was funny. Oh, okay. If you really were fat, that would be insensitive. Yeah, I just no, I didn't care though. She was, it was back in the Dark Angel days. Oh, so we're, we're talking. Oh, we're talking Dark Angel. That's era, what I, well, that's when I used to get to go to the Golden Globes. <laughs> oh, yeah. So this, so this time, oh, we're talking I just, that? I was just getting her back because sometimes if I see her, she says something like that. So Understood. you guys have kind of like a. She was funny, yeah. So it was, carpet it was, rapport. It was nothing mean. It was just <laughs> yeah. being stupid. Carpet rapport. You're that right. is a thing that if you go to a lot of award shows and and award show parties, you do start having like award season friends that you only see at events, only and it's a very strange phenomenon. We're like. Hey! But then you like, and you never see them again. You're never like, we should exchange numbers. <laughs> you want to hear something weird? No, for you 10 just seconds? see them at the next. Just party. see them at that. I yeah. went in '91, I think, because of Wayne's World. So I look over. I say, I think it's Juliet Lewis. We'll put it in later. Hey, okay, thanks. <laughs> I see Juliet Lewis and Brad Pitt. I think it was her. Oh, and they dating. were dating. Yeah. I see them off the side, and I can see that they're talking to each other. Whether they should come over and talk to me? Oh, that's <laughs> like right. nervously nice. coming over. And oh, did yeah. they? Mm-hmm. I go, we're just going to leave now. And he goes, that's a good plan. Like that plan. Let's face it, man. We're mama goddamn has been. Sorry. Once upon a time in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, oh, I've seen oh, it. Oh, God. That was Brad Pitt. Really 11 you times. Were in that, right? Yeah, neither. No. 11 times. What I'm interested in right now. <laughs> Say hello to your mother, about this mommy. podcast. Ah, I'm interested in Andy and yes. his buddies. They make their thing. And then they come to SNL. And you're, you're first, boom. And then you did come up. With Lazy Sunday at SNL, yeah. So how to walk me through that process? You 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 meet Lauren, you tell him what what was your first meeting with Lauren and the writers? What was that? Well, vibe? we got the show actually because um, we were writing on the MTV Movie Awards and Fallon hosted. So I, I do uh, owe a great deal to Fallon. He, hey, what's up, man? Oh my God, what's up, man? <laughs> I know he's awesome. <laughs> we <laughs> love him. He's I did him in Fallon. my audition because I knew he did Sandler in his, and it was very winky. Oh wow! Um, what was your take on Fallon? It was Jimmy Fallon at a funeral. I was like, oh my God, so sad, right? <laughs> oh, I'm so sad. Hey, yeah, what a tragedy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, here's the next album. Yeah. <laughs> I just took him to the nth. Was like, <laughs> but yeah, he's, he's but yes, a, he was great, and he was, was super great to us. And we got some stuff in the show, and he and and Higgins and Shoemaker were there uh, for for people. I'm who don't Steve know, Higgins, who are SNL producers, and a mm -hmm. bunch of the writers, and we kind of hit it off with everybody. So they were like, "You guys should audition." So, um, how did I you did. audition? Yeah, what do you do? Were you Andy Samberg or with your buddies? Or, uh, I, I did a solo, uh, and I did, I had been doing stand up for like five or six years, seven years. Really? On and I off. didn't know that. Yeah. Where were you playing mostly? Well, I started off, I was going to NYU for a couple of years, and I started doing just bringer shows in New York. So, like mm -hmm. Cellar and Boston uh -huh. Comedy Club, when the it was classics, called that, right? and Gotham, all those kinds of places. And then I moved out here and, um, 
Like the best I ever got to was doing a couple of shows here and there at the improv. Um, and then I did premium blend on Comedy Central. That was kind of the high, <laughs> that was a, high watermark for me. Yeah, the stand up. Um, okay. But so I did some of that stuff. Mm -hmm. And then they were like, but you need characters and impressions. And I was like, I don't have. Um, so <laughs> you we, didn't really? Not really. We just made up a bunch of shit like the weeks leading up to it. Um, and those guys helped me, Keeve and Yorm. Mm -hmm. And it went well. So they said, you need to come back. And then they also had Yorm audition. And Keeve did a meeting with Lauren. And we all submitted a writing packet together. All three writing, yeah. and you got a feature performer? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then they got hired as writers. They're writers. Like, it was a crazy dream where all of a sudden we were all like- all three of you guys to get on is very Well, to come in with your, with your buddies from eighth grade, and now Jesus. we're all on Saturday Night Live. And we had already been, I mean, we'd known each other a long time, so we had shorthand and we trusted mm -hmm. each other. But it was also like we had been, we had spent the last five years in LA making stuff. So we had kind of a, a rhythm of what we were yeah. doing already. And, and a TV show on YouTube, basically. Kind of, yeah. yeah. I mean, it didn't- People didn't really know about it the same mm -hmm. way they do now, but it was it was the same thing in that we had gotten a lot of the the bad stuff out of our system. <laughs> well, you you had to practice. Well, the yeah. thing is, is that and for young people today, it just they, I say, well, just do a YouTube channel, do this and that, and then you get two views or five, and then you're reading about someone else with you know Rihanna has five hundred million, and to keep yourself going, you guys obviously just loved it, even yeah. though it wasn't getting tremendous traction. No, it was also just a different time. Like YouTube really didn't exist yet when we were doing it. So you didn't it. So have that compare and despair thing. For us, it was like, let's just make stuff until we feel like we're good and it'll it'll work mm -hmm. itself out one way or another. But we never thought we'd get SNL. That was like my big only dream. And I, I was just like, Fallon saw something. I even went and like did the Groundlings like intro audition Sorry. for the classes and stuff and mm -hmm. just tanked it. <laughs> like, I, just, I just wanted Helping it too bad you know I was like my brain went a million different places isn't that the, the tough part of show is uh, try not to try because yeah. whenever you push it never works and yet you want to be present it's yes. trying to catch the wind it's always there but isn't it great when you're in the pocket and you don't give a fuck <laughs> yeah like by your I don't know what year did you kind of go I'm not nervous on stage. I'm relaxed. Was it right away or no, was it, no. it took me like, I think 80 shows. I think it was probably by like year four or five. Yeah. It's once you feel like you're not going to get fired. Yeah. I think is truly it. And then you get genuinely loose and then people relax because you're relaxed. Did you and get picked you up every year where it was like pretty much on? Because I, I had to yeah. go home in May and he wouldn't decide. Yeah, so you guys had a apartment. crazy stretch. I had to check out of my apartment. I had to get out and then- Well, because the old guys, my team didn't leave. I stayed until 93. Yeah. So you you overlapped and that was a reason. But once we all cleared out, I think David had a pretty hot two years. Yeah. When was, you was, guys were all there at the same time, like the two different yeah, generations. we were. And you look at it, it's so rare in the history of the show where you look at both generations and it's fucking stacked in both. Yeah. That's the craziest part to me about when you guys were 90 on to 93. Time. That I, I feel like that was the most loaded because we had David and Farley and Sandler and Chris Rock and they're, they're coming up and doing stuff. Adam's getting the guitar. He's yeah. going. And then we had Phil Hartman and myself and Mike Myers. Yeah. <clears throat> That's Dennis a lot of people making shit that like ended up on a t-shirt, you know? Yeah. Well, we talked with Lauren about that, and it was like if it's a if it's a team, you know, you've got this guy can start or this guy can start. Mm -hmm. So we had Toonses the Cat, even with Jack. Throwing Toonses, yeah. but I mean, yeah, but, even just like throwing deep thoughts. Yeah, which yeah. was a constant on the show and constant super funny. That always was. And Mike yeah. would throw down a sprockets or and or Wayne's World. Yeah. You know, Sandler would do Opera Man. It went, you mm -hmm. know, it got greatest hits every show practically. But anyway, enough about that era. <laughs> <laughs> 
This is called Dana and David. No, I like. So what, I, I want to hear if we can tactically. You go in mm -hmm. to Rockefeller Center. Yes. What are you feeling? And do you have a pr private meeting with Lauren or or with the three of you or what? what? Uh, you mean when, when I got hired? When you got hired, oh, yeah. and the first time you went and talked to Lauren. They Come had in. they had me and Bill fly out. <laughs> Bill Hader? Yes, sorry. Me and Bill Hader to fly out to, uh, I'm told, to meet with Lauren. Be like, you auditioned twice. They're interested. They want you to come meet with Lauren. Me and Bill sit next to each other on a flight from LA to New York. Uh, Marcy Klein had already told him that me and him got the show. Oh, wow. Cool. No one told me. And Bill, bless his heart, pretended the entire flight that he didn't know so he didn't be the one to tell me he wanted me to have wow. like my my moment where I got to actually find out. That's nice. So the that. whole he makes fun of me now because we're you know we talk all the time. He's like, you were like, oh man, I wonder if we're gonna get it, you fucking <laughs> idiot. I knew, but um, <laughs> but so we get there. He goes in for his meeting, which is just saying hi to Lauren because he knows he's got the show. Then I go in and I talk to Lauren. You know, maybe ten minutes, and it's mm -hmm. Lauren. So he gives you nothing mentions nothing about anything was there anyone Literally, in the room no just me and him he never stands up and leans over the table and goes congratulations you've no. got the job he literally yeah, he i cuts think a he... cigar <laughs> are here it's not like a real Chipperillo, <laughs> if you want now you must do a lorne or a lorne impression of, it doesn't I mean, matter how good it is it's not good but it's it's basically him being like so do you think you'd be willing to cut your hair? I'm like <laughs> willing to cut your hair it was really crazy long i was like oh yeah i'll shave my head if you want whatever you want and i was like on coke but that's basically. a very my specific lorne and he goes, uh, and you think you could do this? You think you could live in New York? And I was like, oh, yeah, I've lived here before. I lived here for two years recently. <laughs> He's like, okay, well, we're going to all go out to dinner, so you should come. And I was like, okay. And I walked out, and I looked around, and it was like Jen and Shookus were there. And I was like, and they were like, so? And I was like, I don't know. It, what happened? And they're like, you got it. So they were <laughs> the ones who, they were the ones who told me. Official. But Lord never went like, we're hiring you. That those words never yeah. came out. Of I never heard that. Either. Yeah. yeah, I don't think he ever does. Some mm -hmm. lieutenant comes up and yes, and I like, I mean, he like fell on the floor. So where did you crying. go to din dinner? Do you remember? Orso. And how more? How many people were in that dinner? Because that's that's kind of a it might have been Orso. a big thing to be invited. Orso was a big one for Tuesday night dinners when I was yeah. there. I remember we wherever we went, it was in that theater district area, yeah. mm -hmm. and it was me and Bill. And a few other people, and Conan was there at a different table. <laughs> and they were like, oh. "Oh, Conan, you should meet. These are going to be two new cast members." And I was just like, <gasps> yeah, like fun. freaking the fuck out. We're like, my life just got so cool. <laughs> yeah, it's a cool fact. He would come up to us place. and go, "Well, well, if it's not shitty, crappy, and cruddy." Oh yeah, and being all tall too, <laughs> yeah, so tall, so <laughs> alpha dominant. That's an animated show. It's a funny one. <laughs> shitty, crappy, okay. Right did after you, when you face. did impressions, like you said, like I didn't really do impressions too many, but when yeah. They, did they assign you one or say, hey, can you play this? Or did you do Marky Mark? That, uh, that one, all my impressions happened on accident. Yeah. Like, I think um, Emily Spivey and someone else were the first ones to be like, oh, we put you in this thing as Nick Cage. And I was like, I don't do Nick Cage. But so I just worked on it and it ended up being something I found out that I could kind of do. Um, and Wahlberg, I was doing some bit with Jonah Hill, actually. We were hanging out in the summertime and he's like you kind of sound like Mark Wahlberg right now and I was like ooh yeah anything to get on the fucking anything. show <laughs> yeah uh, so I tried I tried that and I wrote it with uh, with Steel but say hello you got a great your mother for me is the funniest <laughs> Thing to say. Wait, which character says that? He does Wahlberg. Oh, Wahlberg. You're with a donkey I saw him or talk something. to animals. Yeah, yeah, he talks to animals. That was <laughs> yeah. Steele's idea. But you found <laughs> you found that rhythm, that that hook, that huh. Yeah. yeah wah, wah. It's funny, like yeah. 
obviously you're one of the greatest of all time at the impressions and f- like I'm close with people also who are like Wig and Fred Thank and you. Bill. I mean it's 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 a whole other mm-hmm. skill set and I've never considered myself good at it, but there's like a few times in my life where I have found it and I'm like, oh, this must be what it's like for them all fun, the time. Though, yeah. Like it is really fun it to do it. Hard. And it becomes its own language and it becomes its own character. You know, well, that's, that's the, the thing. It becomes a character. So it's you, I know many, many incredibly accurate impressionists that aren't intrinsically funny. Yeah. But since you're a comedian, when you did it, it was funny. And also it was accurate enough that it represented Mark Wahlberg. Sure, sure. So it worked completely. How many times did you do that? It was kind I, of a hit. I think it? only twice. Really? Yeah. And you did it was with, you did it to Mark Wahlberg. Well, he came on the show and to to basically we, he did a whole thing where he was like, I guess they had asked him about it and he said something negative, and then I think his, him and his team were like, oh, we don't want people thinking I'm being too much of a bummer about mm-hmm. this. So they he came on and like pretended like he was going to kick my ass. Yes, uh, and it was very pleasant. It was totally fine. It <laughs> yeah. was the it was the episode that Palin was on too. It was a crazy oh, episode. Oh, big one! That's wow. a score. Yeah, um, your time was pretty heady. You know, with yeah, that election year and your bandmates, so to speak. It was a, yeah, it was interesting yeah. for us. Every election, we were there for two election years, I think. And our joke was always like, "Oh, well, we're not going to have anything on the show this year," because it became so political, yeah. mm-hmm. and we just didn't really engage with that. We just wanted to make goofy shit. Um, but now I think for the, for everyone who works there now, that's just every year. Uh, yeah. It's just nonstop. Politics, yeah. you mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like it always has to be like about something and saying something and addressing what's happening. There's, I think they have less opportunity to just do kind of weird ideas. The world changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it's probably going to change back. I mean, that's how it's historically yeah. happened. I like <laughs> acid humor the best. I like s- the silliness the best, if I have to yeah. say madness and c- Coming full circle back to you. <laughs> Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Celeste Barber, great, Janet Jackson. Nasty Boys, great song. You like to go to Kids Bop Kids. That's their Sammy Hagar I'd go to. I went to see the Doobie Brothers. I'd probably go again. Good old Whitney Cummings. Yeah. Train and Ario Speedwagon. There's so many more for way less. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25 each. Wow. That is a good, that's a good deal. You got to yep. visit livenation.com slash concertweek to buy now. What is it? LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. Would you like to learn a new language? We. Oui. <laughs> See what we? I did? Oh. No, I said we oui, like French. Oh, okay. We, we. We, we. I have, ever since I've seen Pepe Le Pew and his way with women, I thought, I want to learn a new language. You know what? I, I do have a... Because uh, I'm, uh, I, I do voices and stuff. I do like yeah. the sound of of a French language. Yeah, you're good at faking a language. I just do gibberish, but I want to actually learn. And that's mm-hmm. I'm going to introduce you in the world to Rosetta Stone. It's the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app, and it truly immerses you in the language you want to learn. 
Yes, I've heard about this and talked about it for a long time. It's the trusted expert for 30 years. They have millions of users, 25 languages offered. So I think that pretty much covers the globe. You've got yeah. your Spanish, your French, mm -hmm. you were just talking about, Korean, Dutch, Multiple Arabic. Fast language acquisition. It, 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 there's no English translations, so you really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. That's the hard part, I think. That's it. And it's an intuitive process. You pick mm -hmm. up the language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. And it's all designed for long-term retention, which is great, because I took Spanish for 12 years, and all I know is how to find a library. Yes, Donde, I know. Donde está la biblioteca. So this one... Really, really, you retain it. I learned German, and I know hast du Zweister now abra no hast du Bruder now nine abra covers by Swester. That means have do you have a brother? No, I have, but I have three sisters. I took German for seven years, and all I remember is Gesundheit. <laughs> what does that mean? That means bless you. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> someone sneezes. Gesundheit. Rosetta Stone, that's not going to happen. Another thing I love is they have a built-in true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation. That's like having a personal trainer for your accent. Very important to being understood in a foreign country is to do it in kind of the rhythm of the way that language is speak. Right. You don't, you don't look like some clown. Desktop and <laughs> app options, audio companion, ability to download lessons offline. By mm -hmm. the way, the Lifetime membership has all 25 languages. For any and all trips and language needs in your life, mm -hmm. that's lifetime access to all 25 language courses Rosetta Stone offers for 50% off. What are we waiting for? It's a steal. What is going on? Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started for a very limited time. Fly in the Wall listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Oh, yeah. Visit rosettastone.com slash fly. That's 50. That's like the highest I've heard of. 50% mm -hmm. off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash fly today. So, uh, Lazy Sunday and the Princess of Narnia, like, are you writing that when it's coming together? I'm just curious, like, that's your first SNL? Is it the first one or not the first one? That was the, the second one. We had made one short that aired before that called Lettuce, which was bomb. A <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Hey, come on. Hey, David, <laughs> that's kind of me. No, he's the one that He's said. our guest. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, he said but that, that was as part of SNL, not he's a pre SNL. A, no, it aired on SNL. Okay. It was uh, it was a Will Forte idea that we did with him, and we shot it on like a home a home okay. camera, and it aired, and we were like, holy shit, that aired. And then Lazy Sunday was the second one that aired, but that wasn't until the. Christmas episode of our first season. Did you show it to Lauren when you got it completely finished? No, I think the first time he saw it, I think was a dress. And yeah. it, you, I assume you, you guys knew you had a hit with that. No, no. It we felt were, irresistible to me. But. Once, once it aired, we were like, oh shit, this is, I think people really liked it. You know? Um, the crowd liked it. Yeah. Yeah. It was a new feeling. And you know, you came out real hot. I don't really remember your yeah. beginning part, but I just remember Thank you. knowing that you were there and you were good. No, it, it was a, it was worked in, wormed in over time. We were we had been there up till Christmas to that point, you mm -hmm. know, and we hadn't we had gotten stuff on and we were getting along with everybody, but we weren't like we're killing this, Blowing you up, know. Right. Yeah, so right. 
for us, it was still the mentality of, oh, it's going to air. Yeah. Like it was that. Yeah. It was still that early. Yeah. Like, you don't want oh, to jinx they, it. They think, I think it's going to air. Mm-hmm. And then the crazy thing that happened with Lazy Sunday was what you brought up was it all of a sudden became a news item because everyone was like, there's a website called YouTube. And then every article about it was a picture of me and Parnell. Yes. You kind That's of represented crazy. YouTube. And when yes, you do this, do you say, does Shoemaker or someone say, you should put a cast member in it with you? Or is that your idea? Well, what do you mean? Like, like it's you well, and Chris Parnell. Parnell. Oh yeah. Well, in the beginning, we like Keevan Yorm shot one that was an idea that we all had when I was I was in LA for an off week taking generals. Yeah. Um, <laughs> time well spent. Take those <laughs> generals. Generals. <laughs> General meeting. Yeah, yeah. And oh, they, oh, you're just generals now. I, yeah. They, yeah. I came back and they had made something, and I was like, oh shit, it's that idea. It's so funny, mm-hmm. and we showed it to Shoemaker and Higgins, and they were like you guys just went and made this? And we're like, yeah. And they're like, do stuff like this for the show, but put the cast in it. That was literally what they said. Yeah. And they so- would, They'd say, put the cast in because you're yeah. too new. So did Parna, yes. did you have to coach him at all? Because like, if, if someone cast me in that, I don't know how you, you're double tracking to get, because it sounds like real rap. All of your stuff does to me. Right. Like, yeah. So do you, what do you double track? You put effects on it. It just has this muscularity. Yeah. Uh, we, I mean, we had been like making it. songs for fun. And we had shot a few music videos for them. That was like something mm-hmm. we had sort of started doing before SNL. Um, and we we're like, oh yeah, we could try a song here. That might be fun. And we knew Parnell, quote unquote, rapped or frapped, okay. frapped we as we did? call it, yeah. fake rapping, because he used to do it on Update. Mm-hmm. Like he did a thing, I think like Britney Spears one week was the musical guest and he like did a rap dedicated to Britney Spears Love it. that we thought was super funny. And what a score for him to be in that though. Yeah, but it was also awesome for us because he was fucking hilarious. Yeah, like as great. soon as it starts, you're like, oh my God, Parnell is yeah. so in. Yeah. He dedicates his brain to it. Like him and Forte both have that weird like gene mm. of a performer where like, they will never break no matter mm. what. Like they're so in <laughs> yeah. it. They're really yeah. Four days. It, it like, it, there's like a slight psychosis to it that makes you laugh so hard because you can tell they're actually lunatics deep down and you love it. <laughs> <laughs> there's something a little different. Yeah. Yes. wrong. Yes. And Forte so, had his own lane. He did oh some God. brilliant. Yes. Just only he could do. I would say he probably of everyone, and this is saying a lot because I loved almost everyone I worked with there. At the table, he was uh, the person I was always the most excited to see what he was going to do because it, it, it was always so weird. He was so weird. Yeah, <laughs> I remember know, the potato chip one where well, he came potato in chips an all time. I told him back then, and he goes, "You saw the potato chip one? I just watched it one night on television." <laughs> I go, "Yeah, it was." I, you know, comedians, we know where all the tricks are. We, we know, but you know, to get surprised by another comedian like, yes. and the commitment, then you yeah. have to just commit. But um, and you give Lauren credit for seeing a weird bit, and it even mm-hmm. bombs miserably. And he goes, "Put it on." Yeah, and it takes balls to go. We're teaching the audience this is funny. We're not saying, "Oh, it didn't do as good." You know, you just go, "No, yeah. this is Lauren what should be out has there." Has that gear? And, uh, can I uh, Wayne's World story? Yeah. When I I sometimes do stuff that I don't explain. So anyway, I was doing Garth's making a mechanical hand. Ho- hope you've seen the movie. But in my in my mind, the mechanical hand is going to strangle Rob Lowe. Yes. So Rob Lowe comes in before it's finished, so then I, I beat the shit out of it. So it's laying there at the previews, and I I kind of liked it because it was my shtick. But I'm like, okay, I get it. If you guys want to? And Lauren's like, it's it's one of those things, you know, like twenty years from now, you're you're like glad it's there. Yeah, we so, kept it. So Lauren does have that quirky side to him. Isn't that we fear change? It's that moment, yes. right? Yeah. yeah. 
We fear change. I know the film. God, I yeah. love that. What about That's how, how do you react to, to people coming up to you the way you would have come up to someone else? You know, like to come up to you guys. I can't believe I'm meeting <laughs> Andy <laughs> Samberg. Nice. You yeah. know that at the yeah. airport or whatever, and they're usually very sweet and stuff. It's it's an out of body experience, isn't it? It's trippy. I mean, the first time it happens, you're like. Fuck it, I did it, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then, I don't know, I always just think about, and I truly, like, you guys are on this list. When I was a teenager in my early 20s, if I saw someone from SNL in real life, I would yeah. lose my shit. So I try to always remember Same that thing. I felt mm -hmm. like that, and the idea that somebody could feel that way about me is super exciting. I it never quite hits you the same way, though. Like, when I see Aykroyd or I saw Dana, those guys, it's never the same as when people see me. I go, oh, that's not that exciting. <laughs> when they saw <laughs> oh, me, sure but I go, I see these guys. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, but you got to remember, like when it's it's whatever. There's everyone says this about SNL, right? It's like when when kids and teens are a certain age, yeah. that cast you're in that pocket is their cast, that's and it means true. way more to them than even the original cast, which feels impossible yeah. to us. Movies too. When you twelve grew up and on thirteen, movies, yeah, I've seen Aykroyd after Blues Brothers and shit, and you go, yeah, oh my god. I but dude, Wayne's World and Tommy Boy are those for me. Yeah. Way more than Blues Brothers. Nothing against Blues Brothers. Yeah. It's, no, just, it's just those were my were those yeah. were my years where mm -hmm. I was like, holy shit, I can't believe that they're getting to do this. Mm -hmm. And I it makes yeah. me feel like I have a place on earth. Like literally. Because yeah. you want to do that stuff. It's yeah. Like, shit, we and I to... still quote those movies like every week. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> I can believe you remember We Fear Change. Uh yeah. Did dude. Garth say that? Garth said that. We fear change. We fear change. Yeah. <laughs> And then, yeah, 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 yeah. What, about, what about this pop star movie? <laughs> oh, yeah. I think I told that whole Vanity Fair story because Beaver was there. I think that's what I was leading up to. Is that right? And he was wearing a, a blanket. Remember that? He's wearing a poncho. Did you see that? I wasn't weekend? there. Let's look at a clip. <laughs> Let's go to the phone. Bieber, but yeah. it wasn't really a Bieber parody, but they marketed no, it as I like a Bieber parody. Uh, I like Bieber as well. Yeah. And we met him nice a bunch kid. of times at SNL. I'll say this. Super talent. I mean. Obviously, in that moment... It was like he was one of the biggest pop stars. Of in the course, world. he still is. So we're making a movie about that world. Mm -hmm. So there are definitely jokes in it that are inspired by him. Like sure, and you exaggerate a situation like he's a big pop star. What's the funniest version of everything? Doesn't mean it's about Bieber. Correct. It's about. But there's oh, also a lot of stuff about a lot of other people in it too, and then a right. lot of stuff we just kind of made up. Yeah, I will say this, uh, Judd, who Ooh. bless his heart. Is the reason we got to make that movie. Oh, that's right. Judge fully that. produced it, fully ushered it, told us like, hey, if you guys wanted to make a movie like that, I'll produce it. And just gave us basically a free pass to make a movie. Yeah. Uh, I think he was in line with Universal more about making the marketing feel a little more Bieber leaning. Mm -hmm. And we were like, this is Judd. He doesn't fucking miss. So mm -hmm. whatever you guys want to do. Sure. Uh, and then we uh, ate shit at the box office. H ate a whole big pile of shit. On a movie that's, <laughs> uh, that is funny though. That's yeah. a very colorful way to Thanks. put it. Um, but I've been in a couple of stinkers. I'll tell you what, it wasn't because it because of the marketing or the Bieber stuff. It was just like people didn't want to go to the theater for but it. Also but also people hasn't it reference found a place? it still. Sorry, isn't yeah, it kind of a like cult film in yeah. a way? Is that like the people who are going to love it are going to be quoting it and possessed by it, I'm assuming. I mean, most of my favorite comedies didn't do well in theaters. Most. Mm -hmm. Wayne's World obviously is an exception. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, there's exceptions. There's Anchorman, which I'm... Is one sure, of my all-time favorites that, that yeah. did really well, but generally speaking, you know, like 
we were kind of like riding Spinal Tap's coattails. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when it came out, I just kept reading stuff about how when Spinal Tap came out, it was in like six theaters or something. <laughs> <It bombed. you> know? <laughs> yeah. There was and like Wet now, Hot American Summer. There's a bunch of ones. Oh, when I was in Spinal greatest. Tap. And, uh, That's right. Geez, you know my whole thing. You were in Spinal yeah. Tap? Uh, Andy Samberg is interviewing me today. And we're having a, <laughs> I was in Spinal Tap, the mime waiter with Billy Crystal. That's right. It's super oh, fun. Oh, wow. Yeah. How fun. But to me, that movie was, to your point, that was sort of like, God, they could make a movie like that. It's like the first mock documentary yes. that I'd seen is like, this Dude. is so cool. It's one higher. What's, have you watched that movie anytime recently? Maybe not in the last couple it's of years. It's crazy how well it holds up. Like just the pace of it, the, and it doesn't seem like it's rushing at They're all. Not pushing, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But it doesn't unreal. waste a second of your time. Like it's just like tight bit, tight bit, tight bit. Mm-hmm. Every joke is funny, and they get out, and it moves, yeah. and the story makes sense, and you actually kind of care in the end. It's we did. So uh, Pollock and I talked like Christopher Guest for like three years. Yeah, every yeah. time we talked, and we, we actually played blackjack at Harris. We were playing, and we we just did a guy talk like this. Well, yeah. I'll give you, I'll give. You, I'm supposed to take your call. Do you want me to take your call? And try to do it is real enough that they maybe believe it. Sorry. When I did uh, Coneheads, put the applause. Thank you. Coneheads, uh, with David Michael Spade. McKeon, I'd ask him on Spinal Tap. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. Coneheads, after you know, it came out, was probably better than Spinal Tap. <laughs> anyway. Coneheads was great. <laughs> yes. Coneheads, um, Coneheads had so many funny people in it and it never just gelled well, perfectly. Well, I love anything yet. where there are called Coneheads and their heads look like cones. It's perfect. I always like the nail on the head. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> it was too on the money. I auditioned for Spinal Tap. <laughs> you might find this interesting. I came into Rob Reiner and the whole cast. I'm auditioning. You did? Yeah, to wow. play the drummer or something. Great. And then I go, I go, this is nerve wracking. You guys are all friends and I'm just walking in here. I was, in, And so they all goes, oh, we get that. They all just immediately left the room. <laughs> they just they just got out of the room. Wait, I'm waiting there in five minutes, and they come back in. They go, oh, we're a little nervous. Well, you've been, how long have you been in here? You know, but I think they felt sorry for me, so they gave me the mime thing. Oh, that's dude, nice. this guy was in uh, Grown Ups too. Was I ever? Oh, as you, that's cheerleader scene, which was that was a hysterical. good girl. That was a fun day. That was a great thing to use guys like you, where not to waste your time. It's like yeah. one bit funny and yeah. get out. You know? I mean, yeah, that's the thing too that I know you know about. Once Sandler likes you and puts you in stuff, he'll yeah. be like, "Just come do a thing." And you're yeah. like, "Okay, we'll figure it out oh, later." I, yeah. Hey, uh, oh, uh, uh, <laughs> he, he has a very hey, sweet, uh, whispery. So thing. we're gonna do a thing. Uh, oh, yeah, my you're and you'll be like with hey. a bunch of studs on you and stuff. You're, you're, you're gonna, gonna be so funny. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. Adam has a lot of the rhythms. best. Yeah, the best. A lot of rhythms to him. And, so and we he's, should. He's in hotel trance. We should talk about That's some right. of these are you. monster monster things. Dude, were you? You were in the fourth one, right? Yes, Andy. Yeah. I were you? The, yeah. I was was Selena? The, yeah. Oh, Adam wasn't. Correct. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You were. It been was, in four. four. We've been in four together. We've been in the. Uh, I was in two by trenches the way. of hotel. <laughs> by the way, <laughs> that's a that is like the the true like business joy of when Sandler likes you. Oh my God. He called me after giving. we did That's My Boy and he called me after that was like, hey, we're doing this uh, anime thing and there's a, a goofy uh, guy. He's the only human and you're going to be that guy. And I was like, okay, thanks, Iron Man. And then <laughs> yeah. like four movies later. <laughs> it pays off. Oh yeah, my God. I'm just like, okay. I have a story about that, Danny, oh, but it awesome. involves yeah. uh, Andy, unfortunately. Okay. Well, um, you have the, the floor. On Hotel Transylvania. Mm-hmm. So do you remember this? The first table read at Sony. Yeah. And Amy Pascal was there. Yeah. And it wasn't Selena. Who was Mavis? 
I truly have no idea. Miley Cyrus. Whoa, really? And she was a half hour late. And it was me, <laughs> Sandler, you, everyone was there waiting. Yeah. yeah I'm, uh, and they're I'm, like, I'm Mar- I'm and it was dead Cyrus. silent. Because, you know, Amy is the president of Sony. Comes in. Uh, okay, we got a call. She's on the 405. She's getting off at Sautel. Everyone's like, <laughs> Oh my Sautel. God, that's She's so still intense. not here. And it was like, she comes in, hey, sorry. And then I <laughs> sits down, rifles to the script. Like, Hadn't I don't know if it's it. a cold read. I was like, <sighs> first of all, I love Miley Cyrus. First of all, I, she's a great uh, she singer. She loves you too. She's unbelievable. I just saw her do a Like a Prayer live with her cowboy hat on. She's she can a great sing. singer. This was just an off thing because she did the table read and the movie obviously went fine, but yeah. they got Selena. I don't remember that. Right after. And uh, that's so weird. I don't know if Miley decided remember. not to do it or it just was not a perfect fit. But uh, Selena's obviously unbelievable and great. And she was. Yeah. I only met her twice along the way because we don't do that much. You know, we don't shoot them all together. I mean, we've ne- I've never been in the room with her for anything but press. But we do all the. Press. <laughs> I know we did press. Yeah. We do all the press together and it's like, hey, this is fun. Yeah. This is Went to, a bunch uh, of nice people. Cancun. Didn't we go somewhere for the. Yes. That Dude, fun. that was crazy. The Sony like. Yeah. Retreat. Uh huh. That was nuts. And then my wife and I were like, oh, we're going to go to Tulum. Yeah. <laughs> we're great. already here. Yeah, you're in Mexico. Go ahead, Dana. Oh, I just wanted to, because I know we have a, our producer, Craig Holson, <laughs> gave us a list. A super fan, the the huge, obviously, Dick in a Box. Mm-hmm. We can't get through all of them, but, you know, but Dick in a Box These are the with biggest. Justin. Also, Dancing with Beyonce. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Single with Bobby ladies. Moynihan. Single ladies. Big so one. if you want to talk Big. about those quickly. I mean, Dick <laughs> in a Box You have to was... go to Beyonce or does Marcy or does someone go to her? We wrote it. Um, me and Bobby, I think. I might be getting that wrong, but I think that was it. And I think we knew Justin would was around and could do it. And then I think it was Justin that went and oh, talked right, to Beyonce right. about it because we were like, well, He's very famous and she's very famous. Yeah. So that would probably go She'll better. She'll see his DM. And also like, it's him being like, I'm going to be in a leotard. Like we're celebrating you, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But she was delightful. She's such a sweet, wonderful person in my limited uh, interaction with her. Yeah. Uh, but that one was, mm. that one was fun. Cause we just were like, there's no way people are going to be mad at this. It's too funny. <laughs> it's great. And she, and, she rolls with it and it's all, and having her in it, and yes, and then that's probably a uh, blow up on video. Also, her doing that song, like her performance of that mm-hmm. song that night on the show, is one of the most incredible performances. It's hard. I've ever seen. I mean, yes, and they're in like giant heels mm-hmm. and just fucking destroying. Like her and Prince, I think, are the two people. One in my time there, where I was like, I don't understand what's happening right now. Mm-hmm. It's so impressive. She yeah. seems like a very hard worker from like early age of like mm-hmm. busting up and gives a hundred percent in every performance. She's but a killer. That song check on it. She has so many words in it. There's a couple songs where I go, how does she, I mean, to do a whole concert and she has so much to do and yeah. dance and sing and costumes. Her last album is incredible. And everyone's in love with her. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, Dick and Beyonce, Beyonce, if you'd ever like to come on the podcast, I guess <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're always welcome. You know, obviously, everyone likes you here. Uh, go ahead. Yeah. Dick in a Box. Dick in a Box. Uh, you know, it was fine. We just kind of threw it together. Any problems with- But that uh, was the first one that went kind of uh, sexual or R, right? Or that well, hard. Because Dick in a Box was like on the edge, right? Did censor- We did the one with Natalie Portman at the end of the- Mother Lovers? Of the previous year. And sh- it was filthy, but it was all bleeped. But that oh, was all her. Oh, it was all bleeped. Yeah. That was all her. What but is people it? really like that what one. What was too. that one? 
It was um, it was just her rapping real filthy. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> she she like loved Lil Kim and told us she wanted to do one, and we were like, okay, how great! Yeah, and you bleeped all like the her. all the words out. Uh, yeah, a lot of bleeps. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was the fun of getting to do so much pre-tape. Uh, is we ended up there was not a lot of bleeps before us. I don't think when you do "Dick in a Box" to the audience, it's it says "Dick in a Box." No, I think it was bleeped in. Oh no, in the really? Yeah. Even for the because it's live. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So what part is bleeped? The word "dick." Yeah, Dana. Yeah. <laughs> so the, so you can't say "dick." Okay. You can say but, box. Well, couldn't they have just bleeped box? you bring this up, though, Dana. A dick, dick in a, and you wouldn't know what it meant. Yeah. It could be Dick Wilson. Well, it could we, be dick in your pants, like a medical thing. Two things. Two things about the bleeps. <laughs> we were told that because it was bleeped, people thought it was cock. Cock and Even box. dirtier, really, right? Yes, which, and it sounds much worse, musically. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, a few years later, we aired the song Jizz in My Pants <laughs> with no bleeps and no yes. anything. But what's jizz? I don't know. Why would it be in your pants? (laughs) (laughs) I'm told someday I'll find out. Um, But that one, it had to air after 1215 or something. Like it was like at the very end of the show. Huh. And I think whoever was running NBC at the time was maybe like Jeff Zucker or somebody came down to the show and like they had a whole conversation about it. Interesting. Basically, we brought it in because we had already started doing albums at that point. It was from our first album. And we were like, hey, we have this video. Maybe we could just play it at dress and see how it goes. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, ooh, it went well. And Laura was like, so we should air it. And they're like, but can we? And we're like, we have a censored version, Mm -hmm. which does exist where instead of jizz, you just hear uh, variations of us going <laughs> it's, it's a lot sillier but not as funny you could have a dick in a box and also jizz in the box you could with the dick say more about that well <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna show you a chart how that could work you're on <laughs> where would you hold the box oh, but, no. you know the dry it depends was, on your age dick in a box <laughs> was, was revolutionary but also uh, I'm on a boat is so dry and silly. <laughs> it is dry as a bone. I'm on a yeah. boat. There's on, nothing I mean, to it but that yeah. one idea. What do you yeah. do on the boat? I'm on a boat. <laughs> it's just rich you. people being on boats. Just kind being of, on boats. There were a lot of there were a lot of videos at that time mm-hmm. where the concept of the video was just they, they, they were on a boat and, and they were doing life. their song we're on rich a boat. and we're doing good. We're yeah, doing yeah. T Pain was a great addition. Uh, it's always fun when you just throw someone in that out of the blue. I think you pan over to him at the beginning, like you go to yeah, the yes. that's a laugh. And then, yeah, that's like an old, like almost like Marx Brothers oh, style great. reveal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to but, get people. We were trying to get people for stuff back in the show and, you know, they don't know to last minute and, mm-hmm. unless it's Geraldo Rivera, they're not coming. Oh my God. I mean, especially once you start going into the music world, like they're on their own schedule. Everybody mm-hmm. in music does whatever they feel like. So I go, what about Steve Martin? And he goes, what about Geraldo Rivera? And I go, well, and he goes, he's circling the building. Anytime you say, what do you do? He's circling the building. That was the one. I've stolen that one. What about Geraldo? Well, he went, Geraldo was the one that was always circling. That we can Lauren will do that sometimes where he's just like, so-and-so is here. So put them in it. And you're like, okie doke. Steve's coming. Yeah. We we did a laser Anything? cats and it opens with him having dinner with Senator Dodd. Oh wow! And we were like, yeah, that was definitely who we were thinking for this. Senator Dodd, yeah, he was around. I <laughs> yeah. think Chris if Farley you could adapt picked it. him up and threw him around at a party. <laughs> they, he had Steve come in the in a Hollywood minute and stand behind me and just listen to it and drink, sip a drink. Oh my god! And he goes, I want a drink and I want to sip it with a straw. And we're like, okay. Fuck, I love Hollywood. And then he just stood behind me. Steve Martin, my fucking hero. Like, did he say anything after? At the end, he goes, I did a joke about him. 
guy go, he's in a new movie where he thinks he's cool. Hey, I have my shirt open. I'm Matt Dillon. And then he's standing behind me and then he taps me and I go, oh. <laughs> and then he tells me to leave. And then he sits down and does some jokes. And are they about fun. you or just whatever? He made fun of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, you got him. He was. That's the deal. Sense of humor about yourself. I sort of embarrassed well because said, I didn't yeah. love Thanks. it. <laughs> Thanks, Andy. <laughs> I wanted more for Steve. I love him. So. We're bay guys. We get it. Hey, Fidelity. Can I get a second opinion on stocks in the Fidelity app? With Fidelity, it's easy to get an outside opinion from independent experts in a single score. And then. When you're ready, trade U.S. stocks and ETFs with no commissions. That's right. I am always right. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity account. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. Homes.com knows that when it comes to home shopping, it's never just about the house or condo. It's about the home. And what makes a home is more than just house or property. It's the location and the neighborhood. Yes, exactly. This is really, really a smart uh, thing. If you have kids, it's also schools, regards the homes, nearby parks, transportation mm-hmm. options. That's why homes.com goes above and beyond to bring home shoppers the in-depth information they need to find the right home. Yeah, and when I say in-depth, I'm talking deep. Each listing features comprehensive information about the neighborhood, complete with a video guide. They also have details about local schools with test scores, state rankings, Mm -hmm. student-to-teacher ratio. This is stuff you need. They even have an agent directory with the sales history of each agent. That's right. So when it comes to finding a home, not just a house, this is everything you need to know all in one place, homes.com. We've done your homework. All right, give something else to him. Um, give him another I know compliment. that you love. I read that you especially had a fond heart for a great day. I this do. I do love a great cool day. Cool video. It has pathos. It's funny. <laughs> you know, because you want to have a great day, but he's got coke all over his mouth. Yeah, right? yeah. Of my own works. Thank you for bringing up my own works. Ooh, I do. I am proud of that one. It came yeah. together nice. Yeah, I think it has a. Well, it's just it steps outside all the other ones. It's just so different. That the was neighborhood the, and it's all beautiful. Yes, and, and it's and, and it's a different kind of song for us. It was more musical mm-hmm, style. Mm-hmm. We shot down on um, Commerce, which is like my favorite street in yeah, Manhattan. Yeah, made it utopian. Yes, in front of the mm-hmm. Cherry Lane Theater. Mm-hmm. Um, we've shot there a few times. We shot this Ahmadinejad one with Fred down there too. I love that street. Anyway. Wait, I forget to ask about Dig, Digman. Oh yeah, that's my show. Digman is a show. By the way, I saw a billboard for it on my way it's over. Huge. already? Yeah. I saw it too. I was super, I was like, hey, it's real. I was thinking the voice I you did. I rolled down it. my window and said, interviewing him. Yeah. <laughs> interviewing <laughs> him. And me, I was like, please fucking let Dana have seen this. Dude, billboards are all that matters. <laughs> it's, is it out already? Are we promoting uh, it? March 22nd. Okay. And I you're, think it comes out, out right soon. then. So yes. Yeah. Let's, we'll be out. That's Dick today. Men oh. is available because it's so hard to find shit on... It's uh, today. No, but, but where do you get it? Oh, Hulu. Comedy Central. Comedy Central. I know. So old, <laughs> old school. Hey, Samberg. Samberg, yes, look, the 90s call. But okay. we're on after South Park, so it's a, the best slot you get. Oh, the best Man. slot in history. Is that your South Park? Yeah. That's good. The dirtiest oh, uh, fucking. this is South Park guy. Hi, yeah, how really are good. you? <laughs> I just shit my pants. I'm free. This kid just fucked me in the ass. I'm yeah, like, God really damn, is good. this a real show? Yeah. I can't believe what they get away <laughs> when with. When I see those clips on Instagram, I go, uh, 
This is from a real show, or is this just a clip they made up? Because <laughs> it's it a so parody of a show. Filthy. I like it in my ass. Meghan Markle. Yeah, they're in print. Hey, oh, guys, South Park guys, Trey and um, Matt. And Matt, if you guys ever want to come on the podcast. Beyonce's going to be here. It's be what if they all want to come the same day, though? Andy will come back. I would uh, come no, back. Dig Man. So, so Dig Man. Tell I just watched what it, it last night. Did you? Oh, yeah. Oh, awesome. They got it to me. Yeah. What's the... Uh, Digman. It's an... Uh, he's an archie. Yeah, it's, he's an archaeologist. An archaeologist. Yeah. They call him archies. It's a show set in a world where archaeologists are the biggest celebrities in the world. Mm-hmm. So, like, there, there's, like, a Met Gala, but it's the Archie Gala. Uh, and everyone's wondering, cool. like, what museum they're going to be hired by. Um, and it's it's super silly. I made it with my buddy Neil Campbell, who wrote on Brooklyn Nine-Nine and Comedy Bang Bang and stuff. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been working on it for fucking two and a half years. It is. <laughs> How many episodes? <laughs> it takes so long. Uh, first season's eight, and we're hoping there'll be another one. Yeah, mm. it was funny. I just watched it last night, and uh, there's an assistant archaeologist. Yes, Mitra Juhari, who's super funny. Oh, okay. I was wondering who that was. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you she's need any? Yeah, if there's a season two, do you need any guest voices? Are you in? Are you, would you guys want to do it? Yeah. yeah. If, if I mean, we got motherfucking Emperor's New Groove right here. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. I was remember that I, one? I can do two <laughs> things. This is way around animation. Yeah. I can do a llama or an invisible man. Okay. <laughs> First of all, I think that sounds the same. Well, let's hear the llama. No, because they all sound. Invisible uh, the llama is, look at me in my bad Self. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. That's no it? touchy, yeah. That was one that was Ooh, a blast. Happy? To do, That's yeah. a funny movie. That was a great one. That was, that a, was a great comedy. Yeah, you and Warburton. Come on. <laughs> this was solid yeah. mahogany. The poison? Cusco's poison? The poison. <laughs> <laughs> he and goddamn Eartha Kitt playing Yzma were Eartha so Kitt hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen that movie? It's yeah, Dana, genuinely just like shockingly it's funny. It's funny, isn't yes. it? I couldn't well, what believe year it. did it come out? took me three years. 90s, What do you mean? Three years to shoot it. Oh. It's so hard. It was mocap? Say it again? Motion capture? I don't know if it was mocap. <laughs> did, did you get it through a general? Did you I do think a it was general when you got it? <laughs> oh, yeah, you get, did he get it through he a snagged general? It. Oh, I snagged it through a general. I had a general, general at Disney. Uh, general uh-huh. meetings are where you go in and they tell you you're good and then nothing ever happens. Correct. Uh, well, I had one uh, a couple weeks ago. They want to meet. They just want to. They just want to. Would you like to play twins? <laughs> they go. You get should be both in, guys. You should be in both guys in the scene. Right uh, yourself. Yeah. How would you like to clumps it? <laughs> the clumps, but more clumps. <laughs> The clumps white it. Clumps. That's like the Eddie Murphy movie. It's called Clumps yeah, it. You guys, that's what we all call we it. When, you, when you're more than one part, you're clumps it. See, what they do is they cut tape. They let him do four hours of makeup change, <laughs> and they start the camera once again. He, it's like magic. Yes, once he did it, it kind of should have been retired, I think, because that was the end. Like, you're just yeah. like, how is this possible? <laughs> no yeah. one understood. It, it how was, can he possibly? Yes. One guy's Arsenio sometimes. That's true. I don't think that's no, that how was it's in, pronounced. Uh, <laughs> what other movie is it? Coming to America. Just came to me. Oh okay. yeah. Wait. Okay. So Emperor's New Groove. I'll play Llama. And you're. But the show Digman is. Uh, it is funny as shit. I was just Thanks, watching last night. Thank you. Good job. It's Andy uh, Samberg. Come on. So yeah, and he's well, got. Well, that's the. I mean, not you, everything. You have a brand. Not everything you ever do is like we're going hard funny. But this one is. It's that. just jokes. Yeah, we're, joke, we're trying joke. to do as much. And it's a good story. So is it you follow. PG thirteen or a soft R. It was kind of. It's rough. a little. It's there's. Do you bleeps. have all that stuff on there? Everything's in, but uh, when it airs on network, it'll be bleeped. The fucks will be bleeped, and everything else can air. What is that network mean, Comedy Central? Yeah. Oh, so because it's they've got a few in there, but it's not overdone. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. They're, we try to sort of parse them out. No, it's clever, but there a couple times I go, oh, it's yeah, a bad word. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not soft and <laughs> nasty. Um, but that was that was kind of the you idea. Know, like we worked together, job. you know, on Brooklyn. Thanks. Yeah, and we loved making Brooklyn, but it's NBC. 
So there were plenty of times where we were like, we were like, just want to make a show where we don't have to just cut. Just something borderline gets killed. I've done that before. And you go, oh, this yeah. isn't even, we got to compete out there. Exactly. Exactly. It's very it's, hard to argue because you you're like, who's going to care? Yes. Our mm-hmm. hope is that we made something that people yeah. in comedy will like it. Mm-hmm. They say that the half hour show, network show is kind of the best schedule for a human being. Well, yours, yours was even was harder. Mine was harder than his. He, he did it live. Mine's a straight right. sitcom. You were 17 hours a week, right? About 16.5. And 16, once it's five like a, a hit total. and everyone knows their parts too and yeah, no yeah. one's stressed, you just show up, smash, the yeah. audience is there to love it. Oh, yeah. I and mean, you were single camera, so. Yeah. Will and Grace got down to a science uh, four-day weeks, three-day weeks. You know, I worked at Radford as a PA. I oh, worked, you did? I worked on Spin City. Oh, really? Spin City. That I can't believe it. Get out yeah. of here, Sarge. Sorry. Hey, he Sarge. does. Oh, oh you guys both. Hey, guys, it. what are we doing here exactly? It's a soft Casey Kasem. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta give me a minute here, Sarge. Come on, Sarge. Give me a minute. Here, I'm Casey I've Kasem that playing now. Michael J. Fox. Well, in what, Prisoners of War or something? Uh, Casualties, Casualties of War. The worst one to do an impression no one thought. But you're doing it with Sean Penn. Yeah. He's what like, are we doing? We're going to get this VC goo core. Getting a tattoo. Hey, come on, guys. Getting a tattoo. I know hey, it all. come on, oh, guys. Yeah. yeah, man. It's Casey That's Kasem, classic basically. Shit. Is come it on. really? It's a little come on. lower. There no, was a it's little different. Man. But your Casey's but good. But just take it back a little bit. Come on, Sarge. Don't, don't make the audience <laughs> think it's easy. <laughs> audience. So it's you not go, dissimilar. I'll give you that. You got to go on your tiptoes, open your eyes with <sighs> I'm. Hey, this is. Oh, my God. I love it. I'm home now. By the way, when I was there, though, it was Charlie Sheen. That's actually Sheen. very good. It was Charlie Sheen. It was Charlie Sheen. It was, it was post-Fox, so it was a different vibe. Oh, Spin City, yeah. Yes. Did you do uh, the sketch Hookers and Blow with Charlie Sheen? Did I do that? Yeah, were you in it? I don't think I was in that. That was Matt Piedmont wrote that. It was a, it was a uh, body shop called Hookers and Blow, spelled uh-huh. differently, and it was Charlie Sheen was the pitch man. Oh, my God. And it aired? Yeah. <laughs> Who played Charlie hey, Sheen? He did. Oh, he did when it himself. he hosted, yeah. Got it, got it, got it. Okay. Uh, well, good for him. Yeah. Good. By the way, Hot Shots, really good. Hot Shots is funny. It's really funny. All right. What's Blizzard your wrap up? Man or Shy Ronnie? Oh it's like God. a little game. Oh, Shy Ronnie. You got to do it with Rihanna. That was yeah. the shit. Fuck. She's the coolest. Yeah. That was kind of one of the sillier things so I good. saw. The, the cool thing the about Ronnie her. Character was just so. <laughs> and her doing it is unbelievable. <laughs> her doing it. But now whenever I see her, which is not often, she sees me and she goes, Shy Ronnie. <laughs> oh, cute. <laughs> like, I don't know if she knows my name, oh, but yeah. I, I'm happy with what Unreal. I get. Unreal. You got everyone loves. God, everyone's you know Rihanna. Rihanna. Yeah. Damn. Good job. <laughs> I'm jealous. We're doing All a right. Wrap, wrap up. Well, questions. should we talk about the Oscars? I don't know. Uh, just fill in the blanks. It's a new game we have. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. Then and you can here. always say pass. Okay. Yeah. Lauren Michaels is my dad. <laughs> <laughs> we never got that. No, that's I thought that's what everyone would say. He is kind of everybody's dad. Go he's, to your room. He's Thirteen months older than me. But one, he's like <laughs> one time I was, I had been doing pretty well after a couple of years, and I mm-hmm. like did the bit. You know where you like do where you force it and you make your hands touch. Like he was reaching for his popcorn. Oh my god! And you're like like a meet cute kind of thing. Yeah. And I was like, oh look at that. He was like slapped my hand. He went, I am not your friend. <laughs> That's and I was like, okay, yeah, sorry, sorry, Lauren, sorry. Yeah, sorry, like, sorry. I like Lauren like even says anything like that. It may, it do still you remember any Lornisms? And we always do this on the show. I mean, he does. All, the value of water, everyone knows that one. Yeah, right? I mean, he always starts things. It's that thing, you know, because mm-hmm. it's like that thing. And like. Yeah. Um, it's like, it's like, you know, it'd be better if it was like funny. It'd be like a really, really good show. It helps with my bottle. <laughs> it would help it's if like it was good. No. Yeah. Have, this is last, we have two weeks off. It would help if it was good. A good, a good note, <laughs> rather a low note. You know, 
Church, I know that that's all designed week. to relax us. Uh, Emily Spivey, I don't know if you guys know her. She was a writer for a very long time on the mm-hmm. show. I, she used to do a bit in the in the rewrite table. Where I can t- where the rewrite is it going to be R rated? No, not R rated. Oh. Where where uh, the phone would ring, or she'd pretend the phone ring, and she'd pick it up and she'd go, "Hello, oh hey, Lauren, oh thank you. Oh I know, I worked really hard on it. I love you too. <laughs> like basically act like he was calling to, to give her tons of compliments because he never gives them anyway. <laughs> He'll always compliment, not when you're really killing a big thing, but like some exit or when you have one line and some yes. cowboy sketch. I By thought the way, it was breathtaking. The one time he ever said something overtly nice about something I did in front of everybody it was a great day. It was the oh. the meeting between dress and air. He was like, can we like cut out of that a little faster? Very funny, by the way. And I was just like, melted to a puddle. <laughs> and I was like, God, why does he have so much power over us? I know. But, yeah, <laughs> he fucking loved it. I'll never forget. Care. Well, you know, he's seen everybody. Exactly. Seen every American sketch player and every- Back in the sure. He knows every move. Somewhat yeah. equal to all those people that have been there before. Yes. And Believe me, Andy Samberg was a very, very All right, Andy, I got to go. I can't, uh, <laughs> I can't answer any of my, my own questions anymore um, about you that I answer them. Uh, okay, fair, fair, fair. Fill in the blank. Yeah. I'm really bugged by um bugs. Yeah, that's the right <laughs> that, answer. That's My true. dream job is I I have it. Wow. Yeah. Positivity. I it's not a bit. Like I'm I can't believe it. It's like okay, we were talking. Finish about. a sentence. I did a corona commercial with <laughs> <laughs> Snoop. Yeah, Snoop Dogg. I'll tell you one thing about those commercials. Mm-hmm. When you do them, you're like, oh, it's fucking Snoop. And these are funny. This is going to be great. And then you don't realize they're going to air them seven billion times <laughs> and like make people hate you, even if they like it the first hundred times. Yeah. But that's, I guess that's, I, I should have known. They're well known. What was your By mic drop? There was always a little thing beach. right at the end. You're with him. And then there's something right at the end. You do a little eyebrow thing or something. Sure, I've seen it. Well, I did a few of them. Yeah, there's more coming, by the way. God oh, no, damn it. I know. I sold out. God Cha-ching. damn it! I took the check. No, Andy. <laughs> no, Dana, I, have a I turned down so many out. commercials in the '90s. I regret it to this day. Did you? The, getting commerce now is cool. Ryan Reynolds just made two hundred million oh, off some God. gin product. He makes so much money. Yeah, there's he nothing. Can't stop either. There's nothing wrong relax. with that. Good All that him. means is freedom to do what you want. It is annoying that he's making so much money. Andy's good. Yeah, like, and seems really nice. You wish he sucked a little bit. Yeah. But instead he's like no, funny. He's he has an advertising company, a management company. He's got a phone company. Yeah. And his movies are all big and you want to watch them. He owns Northern mm, California. I know. He's good. But, uh, <laughs> no, it's a he's the president of the universe. Yeah. Oh, this will be, you won't want to do, <laughs> you want to do this one. Uh, Fred Armisen is. Oh. oh, man. That's good. <laughs> like it's too much, too much talent. My friend. Yeah. But also so good, so funny. Just makes me smile every time I see him. He was him on last week, on right? Camera. He's yeah. delightful. He and by the Ortega? way, speaking of no no pushing. Yeah. Like never. He never ever is sweaty ever and it's always funny and weird and interesting. Yeah. I could get sweaty sometimes. Oh, but me Fred and you both. never would. Spade never gets sweaty. I'm not too sweaty, right? No, you run it nice and cool, and it's always sharp. <laughs> I like that It's true. But yeah. you and me, we want it. We I'm want the, it. Yeah, we can very easily <laughs> stretch your body. We're like, I got a skill set. Let me show you, motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right, you get one Kristen Wiig is. Also my friend. Yeah. And uh, 
one of the greatest. Yeah. 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 Agreed. One of the best. Yeah. I, when I was doing Regis out there, I was guest hosting and just kind of rehearsing all week. And then she comes in as Kathy Lee with all this stuff. <laughs> it's like, yes. I was kind of almost starstruck by the, the, the meticulous business she had, the, the, yes. her energy, her, she was hypnotizing this other rhythm. It was really interesting to, to be around that. She's kind of like, like Steph Curry of SNL where you're like, she's super quiet and yeah. seems kind of just keeping to herself. And then all of a sudden you realize she's been fucking working hard and is an absolute beast. And ready to unleash. And like, world. as soon as that audience is there, you're like, oh shit, I got to get out of the way. Oh, she has been thinking <laughs> about this. Yeah. Is it okay yeah. to mention your wife is a famous musician? Or? Yeah. I love my wife. Gina Newsom. Joanna. Joanna, sorry. That's okay. Went to state school. Joanna Newsom, <laughs> singer, songwriter, harp player, piano, and vocals. I listen to some of it. So yes. I think that's pretty hip. You're both artists. Yeah. So she understands. She's, I mean, she's much cooler than me, obviously. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that she yeah. seemed incredibly cool. She's that. We're just, uh, what else? <laughs> she says hi. Good. She says yeah. hi. So now, just to wrap it up. So you're yeah. a dad now. And so that yeah. whole, your, your world has changed. And yes. now you've, you and your wife are going to balance this thing with your work. Yes. Do you have a plan? <laughs> it's hard. It's very hard. It is. It's interesting. Like figuring out when to work, when not to, mm-hmm. when who works when. Where. Yeah. Spade, what do you think? I think you're, you're heading in the right direction. <laughs> <laughs> That's my general Spade, do you think you want kids? Yeah. What do you think? I have a daughter and she's here. Not here in the house. I kicked her out. Yeah. But she's here and she'll be, and we're going to go to the uh, lunch right after this. How old is your Are daughter? You? She's 14. We're going to take her take her to Beverly Hills, to pull, you know, that little diner no. in the Beverly Hills Hotel. No, we're going to something more grimy. Oh, really? Yeah. In and out I can't. I don't want her to know that I have any money. <laughs> Just keep it quiet. Keep, well, this I keep house her in the is attic. a little bit of a giveaway. Oh, yeah. This in house. L.A., kids just think that's what houses are. I know, this house. I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. You were, you're Andy promoted. Sandberg has been our guest and he's been very nice. And his leg probably hurts yes. at this point. No, I All would right. do this for another seven hours. And you're going to really? give we us a deep dive on how much fun it was to shoot was laser cats. Oh, I do like laser cats. Well, when you see it, you're like, that's just kid stuff. That's so much fun. It was very fun. <laughs> I like Shireni. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, this video are sum up. Yeah. Andy Sandberg. One of the all-time greats, Saturday Night Live. What? Revolutionized Saturday Night Live <laughs> with a digital video. Probably has two to 300 million hits on YouTube. Between all those videos. Money? I, well, no. no YouTube views. Silly. Definitely more than that. Also one of the ones we were talking about. 55 million just for On a Boat. I think I'm On a Boat has well over 200 million. Okay, so you're, cult- you're, you're the new bad billion. baby. <laughs> I'm getting, if I knew this at the beginning of the podcast, I would I like think of be, myself as the new Rebecca Black, but thank you. Okay. Um, I would have been nervous if I'd known that stat. But yeah, it's pretty monstrous. All of them are from years ago, by the way. Doesn't matter. Aggregate. I think we have over a billion views on our YouTube channel, which huh. I know because Who's what else good? am I going to do And you can pay $2,900. Look at the views. Check I would. those stats. Yeah. But yeah. now there's single... The songs. Single songs by pop stars that have like over two or three billion or something. Yeah. Mr. Mr. Lizard has seven billion hits on his latest song, Shabadoo. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm trying to <laughs> what's funnier than Bad Bunny, Mr. Well, Lizard. we have been trying to get Andy for a while because people ask about like, there's people they really want to hear from. So oh, really? it's nice that you- uh, Well, your impact on the show is huge. You're part of the whole story of SNL. Yeah. And so we were very happy to and have you. And there's a chunk of time. It's like yeah. good to have Andy. You, did, you had a lane that no one else had. Well, thanks. I mean, I mean, it was 
it's very much with Akiva and Yorma too. I always yes. have to mention. And, and we with did your it friends together. who are in a lot of the videos and are really great performers themselves. They always are. make me laugh. They're great. Right, Those are my our, buds. Let's take our yeah. picture. All, All right. right. Thanks, Andy. Thanks. This has been a podcast presentation of Cadence 13. Please listen, then rate, review, and follow all episodes. Available now for free wherever you get your podcast. No joke, folks. Fly on the Wall has been a presentation of Cadence 13. Executive produced by Dana Carvey and David Spade, Chris Corcoran of Cadence 13, and Charlie Finan of Brillstein Entertainment. The show's lead producer is Greg Holtzman with production and engineering support from Serena Regan and Chris Basil of Cadence 13. 